0: Welcome to Pet Parents Pod, the podcast for and by pet parents. I'm Danielle.
1: I'm Heath.
0: I'm Kip. And today we are back and we are going to talk about vets, specifically cat-only vet. No dogs allowed. Uh, Yes. Yes. Uh, Yes,
2: that is a true statement. No conversations. Uh, (laughs) So, um, we are doing a a bet, $5 each, right? (laughs) Okay. Okay. So... Uh, what do you think, when I get the DNA test, Charlie's primary breed is going to be? Uh,
1: Very relevant to Catalina. Uh,
2: okay. Okay, um, so the no dogs
0: allowed rule has immediately been thrown <laughs> away. Um, I think what you, like, uh, you showed us a picture of a type of hound. It was like a, a blue tick. He- a blue tick. I was yeah. like blue healer, blue tick hound. Yeah. 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 That's so, what you think? Yeah, because I assume he's very hound in that sound. That that bay he did. Yeah, he
2: does that. He does that bay. So you're you're putting five for blue tick. Yes,
0: I'm playing okay, five. Means for that means that if he
2: comes back blue tick, we're splitting it 50-50.
0: Okay. All right. So I'll just buy you a of tea or something. Keith, <laughs> what do you
2: think?
1: It is a general rule. I don't bet. So
2: you don't bet. Oh, no. Fun. All right. No Taking gambles here. No.
1: Look, we went to Las Vegas for a work thing. We did, did not,
0: not gamble. We, neither one of us did. We played a lot of Pokemon Go, though. We're, this pool is up to $30. Are you sure? Wait, yeah. what? Yeah. Is an actual pool? Yeah, this is a real thing. Oh, <laughs> oh.
2: I thought yeah, you we were making backwards. a gag. Means that oh, you have it. to actually pay five dollars if you're wrong.
0: Okay, if I'm wrong, I'll pay five dollars. I'll pay five dollars okay, okay. out of my measly tip. Okay, tits. sign this contract. <laughs> I don't sign contracts anymore. I've learned oh my, my lesson. <laughs> oh, Except man. for
1: every time you download an app or anything, you have to agree. Well, with I don't terms.
0: really download terms apps anymore.
3: Well.
1: Yeah. You're this less is- resistant to downloading apps than I am.
2: Well, yeah, but mm. anyway. Well, you. I mean, I, we, what we've learned today is that my dear friends have boundaries, and I don't. So, I mean, that's fine. <laughs> Except both of you for this. Okay, so do you know when the DNA test is coming back? No idea. Great. <laughs> they, I mean, last
1: time they lost it. So. They
2: probably lost it again.
0: <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. So, viewers, update Charlie. Listeners. Viewers. viewers, with <laughs> your ears, the the, with your the ear, ear viewers, viewers. also <laughs> awesome. listeners, our audience, our small, beautiful, dedicated audience, we love you. Um, we Charlie has a DNA test because it's part of his puppy package with Petco, yes. and they Pet what, Smart Banfield, Pet, Petco, uh, whatever. Yep, yep, yep. Through. um. Sorry, got distracted, and Mm -hmm. we're back. And (laughs) (laughs) so, what, the last time you took them in, you
2: were asking about it, and they said, oh, we lost it. I actually, I found out that it said that they received it, and Uh then it gives you a a date on when they expect to, they they give you updates throughout the, the process, like, oh, it's being analyzed, oh, we've got the results, yada, yada, yada. It was like three or four steps it goes through. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that they received it. And then like six weeks later, that was it. And it's supposed to only take like six weeks or so. Yeah. So um, I called my vet and they called them and they're like, yeah, we lost it. (laughs) Cool. And and so they submitted it again. They took another sample and had to mail it in again. And then um, I haven't heard anything of even if they've received it. Yeah. And they, That's they, not great. Yeah, so I don't know what's going on. I guess they
1: eventually don't get this put test. Charlie <laughs> <to be. laughs>
2: Apparently, Charlie is a rare breed who just no. They
1: just I don't know whatever is going on with the labs.
2: You you know what it is? I know what it is. I'll what? tell you right now what it is. Charlie is an alien, and oh. the government keeps taking his DNA tests, so that no. we can't find out no. what breed of dog he is because no. he is from Jupiter. He's a Jupiter dog. He's a Jupiter dog. So,
0: uh, what's your pool? Your is he a Jupiter hound dog? Yes, he's a Jupiter he's, uh, he's Skeletor one of
2: the hound dog. H- highly sought after Jupiter hound dogs. Well, <laughs> oh,
0: I'm
1: I I am glad for your alien dogs. Highly sought after in conspiracy theory <laughs> circles. <laughs> yes, here. exactly. Okay. We all want one of those Jupiter dogs. That's why they always uh
2: that's why they always adopt those, you know, hound mutts cuz you never know. <laughs>
0: Yes, that's the only reason people want hound dogs is they might be a hound, a Jupiter hound. Yes, exactly. Okay, um, so <laughs> <Cat vets. laughs> we are talking today about cat-only vets. Which to is,
1: be fair, it's no dogs allowed, but also no anything else.
0: No anything yeah. else. It's only cats. Just cats. Yes. So we'll start, I guess, Kip, what kind of vet do you go to?
2: Uh, I actually take my cats to a totally different vet. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> Rosie and Charlie go to Banfield. It's all they need. It works for them. It's great. Whatever. Except for when they lose DNA tests. Um, twice. Twice. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Potentially. Um, uh, Cupcake, Bella, and, uh, Ribbon. I forgot my cats' names.
3: <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs>
2: they, yep. they, they, um... They go to the same vet they've been going. To. I don't know if I should say it. You word. don't have you to. Ask didn't it. ask no. for the advertisement on this weird podcast. No, I don't. no. he's a great man. But uh, I've they've I've been going to him for almost twenty years now. All right. for the same cats. I am old. Um, so, <laughs> saying that makes me feel like so I've been going to this vet, because it really well,
0: I've been going there for
3: 20 years.
0: <laughs> also, your your cats are old.
2: My cats are old. Yeah. I, I, took, uh, I took Cupcake to the vet. I took Boy to the vet recently to get some boosters, he got his rabies booster and all that good stuff. Yeah. He's the only one who's really, you he, know, indoor-outdoor. Yeah, he yeah. wanders to he the does, outside. Yeah, he does go out. Um, which was a hard decision to make, and I I don't let the other two really wander. Yeah. Um, and I'm surprised that he is still alive, because that's (laughs) crazy. Well, boy will
0: take on anything. (laughs) Boy,
2: he is a monster. So, um, uh, Cupcake went in, and... He was, this is just great, the the, the dog uh, drinking audio.
1: <laughs> and the dog playing audio in the background.
2: <laughs> no. They were asleep, and now they're like, ah, oh, should we play with all the noisy toys? We're gonna make...
1: They could make demon noises, and they're not doing that, so...
2: Yeah, That's true. Well, Ru Rue has her feed sack on her mouth. Mm-hmm. That is precious. I wish this was a TV show. <laughs> um. So... I took cupcake and She's been having some issues lately, you know, um, peeing outside the litter box, throwing mm-hmm. up more than usual. Yeah. Um, I took her to the vet and he looks at her chart and he's like, oh, she's 17 years old, which I did not know. <laughs> How old did you think she was? Like 15. You know, I thought she was old, but I didn't realize she was so old. <laughs> yeah. you, know? you lose track of time. Yeah, it just didn't dawn on me at all that she was, you know, 17. Yeah. I was I always think Bella's 18, but now I'm thinking that she's like if she's 17, then Bella's 19.
1: Right. Cause, Jesus.
2: Yeah, cuz Bella was 2 when I got coffee. I mean, Cupcake, Cupcake doesn't seem
1: like she's that old.
2: She does not act like a 17-year-old. No. She acts like she's a 4-year-old. Yeah.
1: I mean, she acts like a mature cat, but not yeah. like an old cat.
2: Yeah, she's like, it was like, for she years. She reminds me
1: of Sydney, but she's much older than Sydney.
0: Yeah. For years, I would just call, I would say, yeah, Trouble's 10. And
2: then one of my friends is like, you've said that for like three years now. I'm like,
1: oh. Oh, whoops.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have to remember that the passage of time is happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, Cupcake is 17 years old. Which is doing, how old I was when I got Cupcake.
0: So <laughs> oh. you you took Cupcake
2: in for her senior blood work. Yes, yes, I got her in for her senior blood. Bu- she does blood not work. seem like a senior cat. She doesn't. So her kidneys are, are going. Mm. So yeah. so that's we very to, common
1: in elderly cats.
2: Yeah, o- elderly cats. Yes, elderly, <laughs> elderly. <laughs> um, I it's my new favorite word. Um, <laughs> elderly. elderly, cats um it's precious uh so i have to take her in to figure out what the best next course of action is they obviously need more information to Mm -hmm. figure out what the best treatment is which might include me giving her the iv of water fluids yeah Yeah, the fluids um
1: a very common treatment for elderly
2: cats which doesn't bother me at all i'm totally Mm -hmm. cool with doing that i can definitely do that um but it's going to Cost me money that I don't currently have, yes, and yeah. that 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 just waves Fluid, me out. Fluids
0: yeah. are expensive.
3: Yeah, well,
2: the think- treatments. He he quoted me for the treatments, and he said it was about seven hundred dollars just to figure out what to do next for all what? the different things he could do. I can call him back and see because he he gave the ex- the full list. Oh, yeah, he well, gave a full list of things to
0: do. Like okay, so she has kidney disease. Yeah, and they're like what other tests do they need to run do they have to like do an ultra because i've had to do an ultrasound on Mm. trouble because he has a
1: ultrasounds are expensive
0: ultrasounds are expensive. he has a uh uh, what is that called in your heart where it doesn't a heart murmur yeah he has a murmur so
2: he He had to get cupcake had a heart murmur
0: so we had to do an ultrasound
1: another common elderly cat thing
0: yeah we had to do an ultrasound after he was on fluids to check his heart murmur to make sure it wasn't affecting his heart murmur right and we originally did the ultrasound i think when we were trying to figure out if he had kidney disease to make sure he didn't have like a growth in his kidneys or something to make sure it wasn't can't or like there was a mass right we were checking for a mass and then they're like oh he has a heart
2: murmur and that was it i've got the list oh you got the mm-hmm. list. Okay. okay. So, for the recommended cat treat or cat tests for Cupcake, you got your quote. Mm -hmm. Feline domestic short hair, uh, born February fifteenth, two thousand and four. Her birthday is one day after Matt and Rosie's, who were born on February fourteenth. Oh, so precious, very sweet. Yeah. Uh, Anyway. (laughs) So, what are these treatments that? Two digital radiographs, abdominal ultrasound to okay. check out her her giblets. Yeah. Uh, oh, here we go. All the all the vets and med people are going to be mad at me. Systocentesis. I have even no. Systocentesis. What is that? I can Google it later. Uh, <laughs> I hate this Google. In a yeah. Uh, We are
0: doing live Google, one of the favorite favorite segments segments of of live live Googling. Do you you want to show Heath so he can spell it? No, I
1: haven't figured it out.
0: Okay. He's good at that. Spelling.
1: I am not. It's a veterinary procedure where a needle is placed into the urinary bladder through the abdominal wall of an animal.
0: Oh, oh. So okay, so urine that, yeah. sample. Yeah, also known as a urine sample. It's normally how my
1: vet fresh describes it. The, fresh from the bladder. Yeah, yep. that's how you get it from cats.
2: Yeah. Yep. Uh, I should just bring the pee pad in and just wring it out. No, <laughs> they, no, <laughs> they, need they need it sterile. <laughs> know, yeah. Okay. Um, the other, the last thing is an IDEX urinalysis and culture sensitivity. Okay, yeah. Right? So, so it's like basically so just looking at
0: Urine it. procedure, test the urine, ultrasound, and then what was yeah. and then the other thing was like a blood panel?
2: Uh two digital radiographs, the abdominal ultrasound cystocentesis, and then the urinalysis and culture sensitivity. Okay. The cheapest thing is actually the sens- cystoscentesis. Mm. Yeah, really just- Cystocentesis. because yeah. that's thing.
0: because you're they're just
1: using a needle to to withdraw. Yeah. It's yeah, just absolutely.
0: the labor for it's mm-hmm. accounted for. Okay. So, yeah, that sounds about right. Um and that it came does. up it's just very. Expensive. Yeah, it's been a while since I've had to do a lot of the tests for trouble. Um
1: so Did yeah he have to have a um ultrasound to look at his intestines for the inflammation. Yes. Because he has kitty crohn's.
0: Yeah, he had kitty crohn's. That's mm-hmm. why we got it. And then that's when they realized he had the heart murmur and then when he was going on fluids, they wanted to check his heart murmur that he could go on yeah, fluids. Yeah, I
1: think we've had two ultrasounds.
0: Yeah, two ultrasounds. two ultrasounds. Yeah.
1: But it wasn't like the same year, I don't think.
0: No, they were different years. That it was like different years.
1: Because so That was like each you, ultrasound for us is like four hundred dollars.
0: Okay,
1: yeah, you mm-hmm. have to go to a, another facility because our our cat only vet doesn't have that
2: equipment. Yeah, I don't know if, if my vet has that equipment. I didn't ask them. I, mean, I they, can call still, them. they can still they can
1: still kind of give you an idea. Yeah, they'll they, normally if they give work you a with lab. Yeah, then yeah, they're, they're familiar with their pricing.
2: Yeah, the yeah. ultrasound. So the I guess they do have it because they say it costs two hundred and thirty dollars. Okay, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, then yeah, they that's office. in office. Okay, okay. Nice. Yeah.
0: So let's talk about, so you go to this vet sees both cat and dogs, right?
2: Yeah, they see pretty much anything except for chinchillas. I did talk to them about my chinchillas Mm -hmm. and they said that they would need, I would need to go to an exotic vet. All right. But, you know, um, I know that vets can uh, opt out of certain species because Mm -hmm. my stepmom refuses, refuses to see snakes. Okay. Period. Yeah. I don't know if this is a Christian thing <laughs> or what. It well, also. She does not they, see snakes. I mean, they they also, don't feel
1: comfortable with their.
2: Yeah. It's yeah. Not treating them or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They yeah. don't
1: need to see them if they don't feel comfortable with it. Yeah. yeah
0: and yeah. like I was doing chicken research again one day and I have a list of vets that I might try and like. I was reading the about of of these things, and like two of them are certified for avian veterinary medicine, and one of them actually has chickens herself. So I'm like, "Mm, mm, I got choices here. There you go. Uh, But. At least with, so our, our animals also see different vets. Our cat sees a cat-only vet, and then our dogs go to a veterinary clinic that's like five minutes from the road from us. Very yeah. nice people. Right, right. Um, something I noticed that they do is they have a dog interest and a cat entrance, which is something that some vets do to help lessen the stress. And we can talk about the benefits of a cat-only yeah. vet, but I just wanted to bring up different veterinary
2: style so right. does your vet have like no nope. it's, a, it's a trailer in the middle of a field it's they don't oh,
3: really? <laughs> no, not really no. No.
2: <laughs> um, it feels that way a little bit the the building is, is very just kind of there you know? it's like back off <laughs> but the road it's, it's in the middle of uh, I'm. It's. It, well it's in the middle of Johns Creek okay. so it's a, a fancy area but it's been there since before Johns Creek was Johns Creek you know So, you know, it's, it's, uh, we just, we just, uh, we almost had a catastrophe there. (laughs) Not
1: a catastrophe. (laughs) Rue Rue gets too excited about the cat sometimes and she was harassing Loki. Yeah, Uh, and
2: only, only one cat likes to
0: play with her. So I had to shoo her away. She tries to
1: play with the other cats like they're Oliver because Oliver plays this way.
0: And Oliver plays like he is is a dog yeah yes
1: just oliver he's a weird cat yep he is a broken cat giant we love him
0: he's not broken he's just he's a little trash he's a little trash he's
1: got he's got some issues he has some other issues
0: and he thinks he's a dog and Rue thinks she's a cat so anyway but our vet will not see rue because she is not a cat (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: um my my vet uh only has one entrance and Uh it's usually you know Okay. I just take Boy there, because I, I legitimately just po- put Boy on a harness and leash, and just take him that I way. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. And Some cats and like that. And when I took him this year, um, the uh, vet tech came back, she was carrying him back, and she was like, how do you get him to be cool on the harness? And I'm like, he never was not cool. Yeah, he's on very the- chill. He's very chill. Even... Cupcake, they were complimenting me when I took her in. They were like, She's so. How did you. They had to, like, take her back and, like, shave a piece of, you know, Mm -hmm. fur off of her and take blood out of her heart or something. (laughs) It was like, it seemed really extreme what they were doing, but they had to. I think. Now, I might have just been stressed out, but it sounded <laughs> to me like they told me that they were taking blood out of her heart. And I'm like, does that make her heart? Doesn't that make her heart stop? But I feel like they would have taken it out of her jugular just because it's a larger vein. I feel like sure. they
1: probably didn't do that. I think they were just...
2: I'm sure they... Yeah, yeah. yeah. T- take blood out of her and- heart. That just seemed... Because yeah. I know that, that you know, my stepmom will take blood out of the jugular just because yeah. it's like a... Or one of the neck veins. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: Don't I've- call
0: me. None I've <laughs> seen I've seen them take it out of the,
2: like, legs, too. Yeah, yeah. the legs. I've seen the they legs usually, more anything. I think they
1: usually go legs, because that yeah. makes
2: sense. But they shaved her chest and everything. So, I don't know, whatever. But they got the sample they needed. Probably they it was came, something. Yeah, they took, they brought her back, and they were like, she's so sweet. She didn't do anything. She was purring the whole time. And I'm just oh. like, I guess it runs in the family. They're just <laughs> yeah. relaxed. I've never given them a reason. I've always been proud of the fact, and I've always told people, I've never given my cats a reason to be worried, you know. But yeah. sometimes it's in their nature also. Yeah. But yeah. sometimes a cat can just be a nervous cat.
0: So so that goes in too nicely about the benefits of, of a cat-only vet versus a traditional I-see-a-ton-of-animal
2: vets, Right. So cats... It might not be good for every cat to go to one of those. Exactly.
0: So cats are a very anxious uh they can be an anxious species because they don't like cats are more resilient to change than other animals Mm -hmm. they don't like their environment changing resistant resilient resilience. the opposite of
1: that (laughs) usually they don't like carriers uh they don't like car rides not all cats obviously yeah Mm
3: -hmm.
0: some some are
1: fine um like in our cat vet you wouldn't be able to take a cat in a leash because they have a couple of office cats yeah, right. and there would be a chance that they would have an altercation, so yep. they would. They him, yeah, they require <laughs> being carriers. There,
0: there has been hissing from the door with Quinn. Like Quinn has gone to the office; she's out of the carrier for the exam, and then um, one of the office cats is by the door, and Quinn just started like hissing and hitting at the door. Yeah, <laughs> she's just like absolutely not. And she's like I murder I'm murdering um, you. She da. was fine. She's yeah. just feisty.
2: I'm gonna murder you. Um, I don't got Mr. J to back me up, but I'm going to moin at you. <laughs> but there there has been a movement. That was more Mickey Mouse than Harley Quinn. I'm so sorry. It's okay. <laughs>
0: um, there, there's there been a movement recently in certain vets to um, have cat-only vets. Because um, sometimes, uh, th- I'm not saying. So this, I'm going to put out a general, like, um, blanketed statement. Mm-hmm. Uh I think majority of vets out there in the world, one, are trying to do what's best for the animal, two, they love animals and would never do anything to harm, and three, just go about it in different ways. That being said, sometimes when you take a a cat to a vet who sees multiple animals, sometimes they can view them as small dogs. And or um, there are cats are a
2: little bit more like...
1: They're more complicated and more difficult to read yes. like, than dogs. Yeah. Um
2: They got very they they hold their feelings close to their chest. They like, do. And
0: Cup their illnesses like are very subtle. Yes. Yeah. So like vomiting so anyone who has cats, vomiting occurs. Right. You have hairball vomiting. Sometimes you have overeating vomiting. Mm. I've watched a cat eat food and then run around in a circle and then go, blah. Yeah, just all of it. just bleh. Because <laughs> they decided they wanted to, after getting a nice full meal after, instead of going taking a nap, I'm going to go run a marathon. And upset go, their right stomach right. Yep. and
1: grow up, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Or they just literally ate too fast. Yeah, Quinn mm. does that all the time. Yeah,
0: she gorges she she a, a little. Yeah. Queen's a little gorgy baby. Like, nom, nom, nom. But yeah. um, throw up is a sign of illness in cats going mm. out of the litter box, yeah. you like have, you said. You have to know what's a yep. normal
1: amount of throwing up and a normal yeah. look to the vomit. Yes. Yep. If you can tell which cat it is.
0: I am actually very good at identifying yeah, yeah, my you, cat's vomit, which yeah. is weird to mm. say. It's Get a, out of my house. I'm like that's a that's a Sydney vomit. That's a trouble vomit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's nope. a, That's a Quinn vomit. It's like too weird. Trouble troubles vomit's always watery. Especially if he is actually right. sick, yeah. he has very watery. Quinn has the she does the gorge and vomit. Undigested
1: food, and it's usually right right by the bowls.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right, right, right. She's just like um,
1: she's, she's like I'm gonna gorge S- and then purge.
2: Nope. She's yeah. A, she's a giant. Monster. <laughs> yeah, she uh she takes
0: from the uh what, Greek and Roman philosophy. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: yep. That's exactly I can see it. Yes,
1: Sydney's is usually hairballs.
2: Yeah, hairballs is Sydney's. She's yes. got that thick
1: She has so much fur. Yeah, she's yeah. got, got
2: an undercoat, a yeah. mid coat, and a top coat. She's yeah. just
1: like she's got at least a double coat. So she, mm-hmm. yeah, she usually just has hairballs. She's um, one
2: step away from being a full blown cat chinchilla.
0: I have seen Oliver's throw up, which it, he is of the stupid variety of I'm going to eat food, run around the house, and then I don't feel well.
1: He and Quinn have a lot in common.
0: Yes. Um but they're much more subtle. So they take a little bit more of focus is how I would describe it. So, uh, those are benefits of a cat only vet have the one. That's all they see. Like when you like, Kip, you were saying something about this. Like we were talking about yes. bringing up the subject, yeah, and what you, topics
2: we we're going to talk about.
0: Yeah, and you brought up a really good uh, analogy. So when you work on one specific thing, I'm going to toss it to Kip to explain. Yeah,
2: if like, like for example, in, in my job, um, I, I support certain products mm-hmm. and yay, of IT. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Woo-hoo. So. If I'm trained to support one server and then another kind of server and then another kind of server, I'm basically supporting three separate p- products, products. Yeah. And I know a little bit about each product, mm-hmm. enough to help them out. And then a basic understanding on how computers work in general. That's A plus information.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so, but I, at my current job, for a long time, I only supported one product, and I know everything about that product now. I am so in tune with that product. Like, it's like, give me an issue. You can just tell me what you think the issue is a lot of times, and I can just be like, well, here's the solution, and just shoot it off, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And so I kind of feel like it's the same way when it comes to a cat-only vet. You can have a normal vet who works on different animals, and you've got, you know, the little... Cues and quirks that happen with each animal, and you kind of know how to take care of that, plus, you know, underlying biology. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if you have a cat only vet, they are in tune with cats. Like, they get. What's up with the cat? You get what cats are about their their mannerisms, their behaviors, how to handle each kind of situation. It and also I feel helps like that's when a you a huge benefit, especially for cats. Mm-hmm. Not just dogs, you know. Cats are, you know, very specific. Yeah, yeah. subtle and complicated. Yeah,
0: because mm-hmm. like for instance, um, vocalization for a cat is mm-hmm. actually normally a bad sign. But uh, for instance, my cat Trouble, he's always been vocal. Like um, mm-hmm. some of it comes from um, I know one of his per- parents is a Siamese cat, mm-hmm. um, because, or, uh, was. or was, I assume his mom's not around because he's almost uh, 19 now. Yeah. yeah. And, um, so he like, and as kids, we encourage like when he would, him and his brother would murmur, we would murmur back. So yep. it was like a learned response. And, um, so, when he's quiet, it's actually a bad thing. Like, uh, I've taken him to the vet before, and I'm like, he's just being very quiet. It's not normal for him because I aren't having a discussion. It's like, well, normally vocalization is a bad thing, but um, they've seen him for years and are like, well, we know trouble's chatty. Yeah. So, and-, and I know
2: chatty cats are usually because, like, boy is chatty. Mm-hmm. And I do think that he does have part Siamese because of cupcake being a white flame point Mm. Siamese Mm. you know and and she I know her mother was a tabby but she's got Siamese in her and boy is for sure chatty so yeah it's it's they're trying to talk to you that's why cats yeah if their behavior
1: strays from what is normal for them that is not a good sign in cats it can be pretty subtle
2: yeah yeah and
0: uh so there's um one hang on So uh, on top of the innate focus of only studying cats, basically this is what these vets do. They specifically focus on cat um, biology, cat illnesses, um, the age range of cats, things like that, like the different stuff that progresses through cats, and also... Um, our cat only vet has a cat behaviorless mm-hmm. because there are most of the time the things that people have trouble with their cats. It's not, they're sick. It's not, they're broken. It's, it's a behavioral thing and you need to find a way to fix it through those means. It's just yeah. like when yeah. a dog jumps a lot or like does something you don't want, it, it's not because the dog is broken. It's because... They are misbehaving, so you need to correct the behavioral issue. Yeah, they need
1: training usually, and for cats, like, you can adapt the environment. That's usually what happens. Yeah,
0: it's normally an environment, a territorial thing. more
1: litter boxes or having more vertical space for the cats.
0: Bigger litter boxes, even, because um, it's not yeah. they they need to you can't just have a tiny litter box for a cat they do need
2: room to like dig around and and move around yep just get their paws all up in that sand. yeah <laughs> um cake actually prefers specific kinds of pellets like she yeah. she will not go to the bathroom in corn litter straight up i love corn litter because it's like biodegradable flushable and all that good stuff Straight up, won't use it. Just yeah. shit on the floor next to the litter box and then give me the middle finger. She's like, that's
1: what I think about that. <laughs> so
2: yeah, how about go fuck yourself with your fucking corn litter? Bring like, me Whoa. my sand back. I want my clay. She actually, she does the, uh, what do you call it? The um, is it the wood the breeze? chips? No, it's the breeze system with the clay pellets and then the pee pad, which is like the most environmentally unfriendly,
0: uh, <laughs> like, you know. That's what she prefers. She's like, fuck you, world. I'm here. Really makes me sad. I'm I'm sorry <laughs> that she is trying to.
1: Just she's not, trying to
2: destroy the ocean. She's not worried her. about her
1: carbon footprint.
2: She's mm. she's not at all. She doesn't believe in global warming. She doesn't. Oh God. She doesn't, She's like it's not my fault.
0: I'm like, well, I'm a cat. It's
1: not. She is a cat.
0: <laughs> I can just poop on the floor. She says.
2: Yeah. She's like, well, I could just here here. This will solve your problem. Let me just poop on the floor.
1: Then it's then you just flush. That's it. That's my environment environmentally friendly option. And you're like that's answer. horrible, yeah. No, don't do so, that to my house.
0: So, yep. so you don't, and you've adapted to your cat's needs because you're a kind human.
1: Reluctantly, but yes.
0: <laughs> um, a <laughs> poor environment. So speaking of environments, um, we mentioned earlier in the episodes, cats sometimes can be anxious, things that cause them anxiety, because a lot of people who at least have cats, they tend to only have cats, Mm -hmm. like because cats are great apartment creatures, because they don't need a ton of space. And you can live in a small living environment, you don't have the need to like take them out. Mm -hmm. Like they are very, cats overall are a low maintenance pet. Right, yeah. and as long uh, and, as they don't
1: have like chronic health issues, uh, or until they get elderly, they're a low maintenance pet.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. So you take a cat who lives in a nice little apartment, all on its own, mm-hmm. super happy. You shove it in a box, drive it in a car, throw it in a lobby where there's barking dogs, mm-hmm. there's a bird, there's a snake looking at it. Mm-hmm. That cat is like,
1: <sighs> it's very traumatic. <laughs>
0: It's like what is happening? And then you toss it onto a cold, sterile lab table where they get poked and prodded, I and strangers shoved
2: up their bottom hole, and it's it's horrible. <laughs> and so
0: that's what cats think of the vet. Yes. Um, something that vets' offices can do to help with that. So something that veterinary offices who do happen (laughs) to take care of both do to help mitigate that, they can sometimes have different waiting rooms. Like I mentioned, the vet our dogs go to, there is a dog entrance and there's a cat entrance, and it's um, separate sides of the lobby. So there is separation so the animals aren't just like bombarded with
2: all that. Yeah, all the, the stimulation of having everyone around them. Exactly.
0: And so the added benefit of a cat-only vet vet, is the fact that you don't have that at all. They're in carriers, there's nothing but cat smell, um, and the uh, exam rooms are also designed with the cat in mind. Like, our our cat vets, little exam rooms, they have the table and stuff, Mm -hmm. but they tend to put out, like, a... towel so they have there's just not on metal mm-hmm. they have a couple climbing structures and that's something my vet will do is like nice. the cats beginning
2: feel safer when they're up high but
0: they yeah. have
1: little mats for the cats actually
0: yeah it's, it's like mats it's like a towel mat thing mm-hmm. uh that they put out but um so at least that i've noticed i i haven't so i'm also gonna say I have never taken my cats to a not only cat doctor um, when I was in charge of their veterinary care. Because I was a child before then. Mm-hmm. I moved to the Atlanta area for college. I lived in a dorm mm-hmm. without pet. Next year, got moved into an apartment, got my cat back. And then I was like, I need to go to a vet. I had a friend who happened to go to this cat only vet. And they recommended them. Right. And I was like, cool. I like And then I went, and it was a good experience, and I've never gone to a different vet. Okay,
2: so so you have never taken your cats to a vet that wasn't cat-only. Correct. Okay.
1: I mean, I kind of haven't either, because uh, I was poor when I had Sydney, when it was just me and Sydney. And she was very young. Mm -hmm. So, aside from, like, kitten shots, I didn't regularly go anywhere with her.
0: And you did a low-income thing to get all her shots and her fixing.
1: Yeah. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: So, that was... so. He drove. He signed up for a program and went out to a place on certain days. And they're like, "Shoot, nah, shots, rabies, yeah. tag, go." Yep. Yeah. So yep. she's
1: never really, she's never regularly gone to any other vet.
0: Yeah. Yep. So we, I guess, we are a jaded populace. So you are going to be our counterbalance.
2: But <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I've I've only ever taken cats to this one vet. To this one vet. But he yeah. he sees multiple animals. He sees multiple animals, and I too, very very broke human person until Uh I learned uh, about um, uh, IT and then did that. Uh Um, I worked retail and was a broke librarian Mm -hmm. for a long time. Um, uh, I... I did not... By the way, not like a library librarian, you were an
0: architectural librarian. Architectural librarian.
2: Um, Which is a
0: different, like, you
2: weren't going and cleaning I do, kids' I do master books. format instead of the Dewey Decimal System. So, it's still engineering adjacent, mm-hmm. but, you know, whatever. Um, but, uh, did not pay as well. Okay. <laughs> uh, but, um, I paid with care credit. Yeah and that's kind of the way.
0: I, I mean all of our stuff goes on CareCredit that we pay off yeah. but
2: yeah I need to pay. They're going to hit me. They're going to hit with you with that hard. interest. If you don't pay it off then then they charge you all of your back interest. Like if if you get so you know how you pay and you get those promotions from CareCredit mm-hmm. and they're like zero interest. For X amount of months. Yeah, but it, it
1: all—if you don't pay it off during that time, that you, yeah,
2: then yeah, that's how like
1: special address works for a lot of credit cards. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's, it's Care Credit's the only credit card I've had, but okay. well, anything from Synchrony. Okay. Yeah, because it happened with my pet boys. I got char- I got hit with the back interest recently, and I didn't realize they were doing it with I'm my sorry. pet boys. Yeah. Oh, it was sucks. only $150. That's
1: good. That's not um, great am sorry. Interest. I'm sorry. It could be worse. But,
2: yeah, I know. I think the last time it happened with me with care credit, it was $300 back interest that they charged me. And um, I had to call like my dad to help me pay that. They were like, "If we pay this whole card off. Will you reimburse us that back interest? And he was like, mm, yeah. And then we did that. And then I closed my care credit and then promptly opened it back up recently so that I could get LASIK eye surgery.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I went care credit for LASIK yeah. as well.
2: Because you you know it's just good to get yeah. the get that zip zap. You yeah. know. <laughs> okay, so
0: um, you're going to be our sounding board as someone who goes to a veterinarian that sees multiple animals. Um, yeah. I'm going I mean, to. It was a
1: similar situation where you happened upon it that you just like and you yeah. stuck with them, and you stuck with them. But he's and... not like a just cats.
0: Yeah. No, no, no. He's and... Hilarious. So is, he's an old man. I love him. And like I said, this is where the blanket is statement of, I think all vets are majority of vets. I don't know any vet who is like, I'm here to hurt
2: the animals and I hate them. So there is definitely being in the like being adjacent to the vet community, I right. suppose, because of my stepmom. Uh-huh. You do get jaded a little bit. You get, you there get is, some, uh, numbed. Yes. Get numbed.
0: Yes. No. I, I will say we've had conversations with Arvet, like, when we were taking care of Buddy, who was a, um, he was a hospice care stray? He was about mm-hmm.
1: 17 when we met him in the parking lot of our apartment building.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, he very vocally was asking for help. You know, he just approached me in the parking lot when I was walking in from work. Mm-hmm. And we put food out, and then he stuck around for that day or... Yeah, I think it was just that day. Yeah, and that then day. And you brought him in that night when I was at work again because he was mm-hmm. still there.
3: Right.
1: And we thought he was much younger than he was because his coat was in great condition. Yeah. But he was very skinny.
0: Very skinny. So we thought he was just like a stray who had been on the streets for a while. Right. And the, we took him into the vet and the vet uh, identified a large mass in his yeah. interior. So we weren't
1: going to be rehoming him because he was going to yeah. be So
0: So our, our vet yeah. looked at us and was like, how do you feel about hospice care? And we were like, oh, and, and then we had a, a very fun conversation with our vet about how just because this cat was obviously old, this cat was obviously friendly, it had a home.
3: Mm-hmm. We
0: don't know how it ended
1: up on the street. It seems like he wasn't on the street that long because his fur was in great condition.
0: And we looked around to see if anyone had lost a cat. Yeah,
1: we checked online. I like the places you can check for lost pets because we wanted him to be reunited with his family no so they would chip, know what would happen. No, micro no micro chip. chip. But and then again, go, no collar, chip.
0: But no. He, no. The, around his age, like that wasn't as common because Trouble is our only cat who's not chipped. And he's mm-hmm. about 19 because it wasn't common. And then yeah. right. when I started taking him to the vet, I'm like, well, he's like 13 he's not going to live much. L- yeah, <laughs> He's like 10. He can't live that much longer. I'm not going to spend 70 bucks on a chip. Yeah. And he never goes out. That's another thing. Chips are
1: less expensive now. Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah it yeah, was, so. it was early days, but um, I was like, eh, I don't need it. So he is technically our only cat who is not chipped. Our only animal who's not chipped. He has chipped.
1: no interest in going outside. No. No, he's not
2: going nowhere. He occasionally. He's right there right now. Look at him. Yeah. He's n- he never moves from that spot except for when
0: he does. <laughs> <laughs> um, But, yeah, but it was a weird. Is like yeah, and the like our vet was like yeah. Every time, some days I just lose faith in humanity more and more, and yeah. I only want to interact with animals. I'm like, that's fair.
1: That's fair. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So there is jaded within the community, but also. I mean, with
1: with Buddy's situation, you have to wonder like, did um, did
0: they did an elderly
1: of- person have this cat and then pass, and then the family just abandoned him?
0: Yeah. Or did, or was it like, oh, you're sick. We're hard. just going to
1: abandon you. No. Like that's I, what it felt like because this guy was in good condition. I don't, think ideally,
0: my hope is that maybe an elderly person lost their cat. Like buddy wandered out and they went and looked for him, but also being elderly he came
1: back to our building. So I feel like he could have gone back to his home if the person was still there.
2: Yeah, well, that does happen a lot of times with cats who are outdoor cats, because Mm -hmm. that happened with Boy a couple of times, where there's office buildings behind my mom's house, and um, there were a few times where people from the office buildings picked up my cat. Thinking he was a stray, yeah, you know,
1: but he was chipped. If you so don't do that, like, oh, they can find their way back usually.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's like that's why my mom always says if you see a cat, just leave it
1: alone because yeah. it's yeah.
2: probably in its. Especially house. if it
1: looks like it's fed and yeah. you know cared for.
2: No, yeah, yeah, yeah. My my hopeful,
0: optimistic thing was that it wasn't intentional. Buddy got out, Buddy got far enough that he couldn't find his way home, right. and the person was tooled to really know how to like properly yeah. navigate trying to find him, yeah. and given his age, he wasn't chipped, and that seems fairly common with the age yeah. he was, because my cat yeah. who is around that age was not chipped, and we gave him a good last couple months, and yeah. he, he integrated well with the group. He was so. another
1: vocal cat, and... Um,
0: he was partially deaf,
1: I think. Yeah, he was partially deaf. He screamed. But he was, ah! yeah, <laughs> but it was normal for him to be vocal clearly. And um, like going back to behavior differences, the, the day that we had to have him put down um, that morning, he was walking very, very strangely, like not controlling his limbs, which, yeah. you know, the vet said it was probably a neurological, neurological thing where it reached that point. Mm-hmm. Um, he was not vocal that day. I think he was in pain. Right. Because when I brought him in, like the vet, Noticed that I looked very upset because I knew that was the day that he was going to have to be put down. He was suffering,
3: mm-hmm.
1: like you know. I yeah. cuddled with him in, in bed because our appointment couldn't be until the afternoon.
0: Yeah, and we had talked about he because was I was at work. He was like silent.
1: It's like this is not normal for Buddy. Mm-hmm. He's not. He's not feeling okay. He wasn't interested in food. It's like this is the day. Yep. Um, and we talked about it, and Danielle wasn't able to be there because she was at work, and the the vet was trying to find out. You know, like, do you want to? have it happen on another day so Daniel can be there too. And I was just like, no, he's suffering. We already had this conversation. Yeah. He, he unfortunately needs to happen today.
2: Yeah. And it's I, not
1: good for him. Yeah,
2: this is for him, not for you
1: guys. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: Yeah. And that was the whole point of taking him in. But um on a happier note, um <laughs> <Good morning. laughs> so um cat only vets have environments that are set up for cats. So um, like going in for a normal exam, it normally details um, me and the vet or vet tech, whoever's there, we talk for a little bit. We have the carrier open, and they allow the cat to come out on its own. Like That's a very key thing. They've even done things like when trouble is really not feeling it, they have left him in the carrier and just taken the top off and then done what they need to do. So it makes it as less stressful environment as possible and that's something that I show that was like what I wanted for like a sounding board like does right. your vet do similar things
2: or do they just like plop bloop it's, I'm a, actually I, I'm realizing now that I'm a terrible person to ask because my cat again boy comes in on a harness and a leash right and so he's just there but um cupcake when I took her she came out immediately. Okay. Because she, she loves people. Right. That so, makes sense. So when we got into the room, I opened, I, I, I've done this with Bella when I've taken her to the vet. I actually mm-hmm. haven't really taken Cupcake to the vet very much because she's always been very, very healthy. Yeah. Bella has had strokes. And yeah. And stuff recently. Yeah. So she, I feel like her and Cupcake are going to kind of go around the same time. Okay. You know? That makes sense. Um, I think if Bella gets hit by another stroke, that'll probably be the last one. And yeah. my, my vet said that there's <laughs> unless you unless we do brain surgery, there's really not gonna be a whole lot we can do. And that's right. not even guaranteed.
3: Right.
2: So, um, but with cupcake, uh, and Bella, mm-hmm. I just open up the door and they both just come right out. And okay. just like the tail up, quivering, doing the little Hi I love you, you know, kind yeah, of thing. Ooh. like, Ooh, what's this? New you know? territory. What's up, everybody? How's it going? What you gonna do with that little thermometer there? You know, like, it's very innocent, you know. Yeah. No, that makes sense. They 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 know they're gonna get pats and yeah. all that. So, uh, my, cats, my cats have never had an issue. I feel like if it were... If my cats were timid, they would probably do the take the lid off. I think they, they take their cues from the owner more than anything. Okay.
0: Yeah. I mean, that does make sense. And there's conversations. I was just curious because, like I said maybe we are bad to do this subject because I've never, we haven't been to like multiple vets testing them no, out. This
2: is a great subject. No, let, but let me, I, say, let me be
0: your, yeah, but you are my sounding board for <laughs> a different, uh, vet, at least dealing with cats.
2: Um, yeah, yeah, the, 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 uh, vet techs that work, for my vet are mm-hmm. very I mean obviously they're just the biggest animal lovers on the planet and oh they yeah, do yeah anything to make sure that the animal is comfortable so. yeah
0: I, I really like the vet techs at my yeah. place too even you gotta though,
2: be a certain kind of person to be a vet tech
0: yeah and I mean not that we've seen them in a while because it's all been the uh remote drop-off and all that yeah, stuff you have
1: to stay in your car
2: yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, maybe it yeah. will change soon, who knows.
2: My vet, finally, like, the day I had to take Cupcake, or the day I was scheduled to take Cupcake in, mm-hmm. like, they called me the day before, and they were like, are you comfortable with coming in? You know, if we, if we, you know, we're, we're, we're just gonna take you to the room, because they have separate back rooms, like a doctor's right. office. Yeah, right yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, so the rooms, then, yeah. we'll just take you to the room, and then we'll check you out, and blah, blah, blah. For boy they were still doing the the car drop-off thing. Right. The tel- and then it was, like, between the, the few weeks between boys' rabies booster and Cupcake's uh, wellness check, they opened up. Okay. And I was like, well, I'm fully vaccinated. I'll wear my mask. You know, I feel yeah. comfortable doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, and they were fine. <laughs> and the vet techs were all masked. but well, my vet, who's an elderly white man... <laughs> Wasn't just straight up just full. How are you doing? Oh, no. <laughs> well, I
0: assume he is also vaccinated if he was Pro- letting people in. Yeah, he probably got in. vaccinated a while If ago. they were letting people in, that's a liability for them as a business, too. Yeah, so I was fully
2: vaccinated. And masked. Right. And then we he spent the whole time talking to me about Costa Rica and old cats. And I was like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I love him. Because he's just an old man that rambles and does old man rambling. And that's my favorite kind of rambling. Uh, that is that is a, a fun ramble. Have you ever seen a Quetzalcoatl? <laughs> 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 oh, God. Okay.
0: Um, <sighs> so, um. They're called catskills. Catskills, <laughs> yes. Um. So another. Okay. So the it sounds like one you don't have skittish cats, so that's not a good um yeah. sounding board. But if I don't know I if if, if a list of skittish cats. Yeah. yeah. If, if for some reason, if a listener out there goes to a vet who they like, but are like, hmm, they handle my cat weird, or they don't listen to me, maybe do some research. And this is something. So my little sister has actually seen. A good number of vets because she's moved around a bit and then she's had to find different vets because she's literally, I don't know, she has bad luck with vets. Sometimes she has found the asshole vets who don't listen to her is the main thing that she runs into. Like, she's run into vets who, like, one vet was very focused on her cat has... Um, false ligaments in his hips. Yes. Neither Time one Bandit. of Time Ooh. Bandit is a weird broken mm-hmm. cat who does not. His hips are not connected to his legs, and they have false ligaments that grow, which is something cats do. Right. It's mm-hmm. normally just in one leg. Time is very special. He had the double whammy where wow. he has it in both legs, but it's fine. He's had it since he was born. Oh, it's a birth congenital. defect. It's yeah. a congenital birth defect. Okay. And because of that, he um he one you have to be kind of delicate with his hips
2: because you can't be jostling them around right.
0: And she when she sees a new vet, she goes, "Hey, my cat has sensitive hips. Do that." And like it, this was on one of the episodes she visited, and she told the story where she basically told the vet that like. Hey, be delicate with his hips. And she brought him in for like he was throwing up, and she thought he was having like some stomach issue, and she just wanted something to help with the nausea. Right. And so they were doing the um, like ultrasound. He's like, "So we noticed something about his hips. They're real messed up." And she's like, "Yeah, I know that. You I told have, you he has told bad you. hips. I have, I have that. I have that information." And he's like, "Well, I'm going to be very careful from now on." She's like, "I told you to be careful from the beginning."
2: Yeah. So <laughs> like
0: sometimes I think.
2: Yeah, it's like it totally went over their head. They didn't trust or believe her or anything like yeah. that. That's rude. Yeah, so you then, shouldn't be
1: dismissive when you're when you're you know. So you're,
2: if you're, ever, starting to the customer realize... is
1: telling you this about mm-hmm. their animal.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm starting to realize that maybe the reason why I haven't found a new vet for my cats is because the vet that I found for my cats is actually quite fantastic. Yeah, and yeah, that's what we assume, to me. Yeah, and like, yeah know, I, do think... I didn't realize that. I thought I was just lazy, but it turns out my subconscious was no. I'm just kidding. Well, there is something into like being
0: listened to. Like you, yeah. you wouldn't it's stay with a doctor kind, who very didn't. Friendly
2: people. Yeah, you wouldn't
0: yeah. listen to a doctor who didn't listen to you about your own health. So why stay with a doctor who? And I didn't. Mm -hmm. so why stay with a doctor about your pets who doesn't listen to you when you live with them all the time so you do know like you do want to trust them to an extent because
2: it is shocking and and you know this when you put it in that perspective you know i had to go through several doctors before i found someone who actually listened to me about my existing health condition Mm -hmm. you know so it's like oh yeah that can be very frustrating if you go to a vet it's like just not not (laughs) listening to you Oh my God. And and uh and then and then that kind of breeds that that situation where it's like well now I know it's not even like not trusting them but it's knowing how to trust them and trusting that they won't listen yeah yeah
0: yeah so. That is something uh, so well maybe we haven't had bad experiences with our cat vets personally but if you're hearing this and you think huh it's worth a shot like Dorothy has actually seen several like she went to a couple different clinics that were cat only clinics and it took her a couple to find one with a vet that actually listened to her so right right um and
2: and what I found when it comes to Cost between the two is that it didn't really seem like there was a big cost difference That's between good. my every animal vet and your all cat vet.
1: Yeah, yeah. Vet,
2: yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel I, like the the price for how to treat a cat. Is pretty it's pretty universal.
0: universal. <laughs> and I do, and it,
1: it should be. I yeah, if you're in similar areas.
0: I, I do also think like vets do try to not make things exuberant because they're not trying to really, like, they're trying to stay in business. Right. Every business is, to an extent, trying to make a profit, but mm-hmm. they also like, um, I know, when I started fluids, because trouble's on fluids, I remember talking about the cost, and I'm like, should I buy it somewhere else? And they're like, we don't mark up our fluids. We sell them to you pretty much at cost. And I was like,
1: oh, she's like. Right. They want their, you know, their patients cared for.
0: And mm-hmm. they understand it's expensive and people have limited budgets yeah. because everyone has a limited budget and that's going to happen.
3: Yeah.
0: But, um, So continuing on with the exam. So cat comes out of the thing. They allow the cat to wander. They will move them to the scale, move them around if they need to uh, use incentivizing treats to keep them in the area. And Sydney
1: does not care about at all.
0: No, Sydney. Sydney is very picky with her. treats. She
1: is very picky about her food.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. she does like. um, Oh, shit. It was like it's dried shaved fish. That mm. I was using to make uh, konnyaku, mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and she I I dropped Sounds a phenomenal. piece. It's very good. It's, uh, I I was gonna make it for you the other day. That's um, all
2: I want now. It's a
0: it's a cabbage pancake. Oh
2: my god! It's, uh, uh, it's a savory part vegetable of me pancake. Just once the nom, nom pancake. I'll, I'll make it for you sometime.
0: Aww. Anyway,
1: <laughs> um. and Misha are deciding to play right now, so that's what you're hearing. <sighs> But you know what happens We're pet parents? You. It happens. I you know. It's so just—it's authentic.
0: Authentic pet parenting to me, like looking at them, like you were asleep. Why now? Mm. Um, and we're back. So
1: I think one thing that can be a good indicator to ask any any vet you're going to mm-hmm. about whether they're educated on cats is: do they declaw? Yes. Because if they do declaw, I don't think you should go there. You shouldn't support them. They should not be doing that.
0: And you can reference our decline episode for more information about the horrible practice.
1: They (laughs) should not do that. If they do that, I don't think they truly understand cats.
0: No. Because you
1: should not be removing parts of their bodies when behavioral things can fix whatever issue you're having with them.
0: Okay. And we mentioned it vaguely up in the beginning but um most cat vets that i have run into have some sort of behavior list on staff or or something like that i've i've looked at other places and that is something i mean it
1: makes sense because usually if you're having an issue with the cat like you can do something to change the environment and that will resolve I mean, that behavioral issue.
0: A, a great, a great example, as I'm sure many people, uh, have watched the show, my cat from hell with, uh, mm-hmm. with Jackson,
2: Jackson Galaxy, Jackson Galaxy.
0: Yes. <laughs> he is a cat behavioralist and you can see a lot of the stuff in there. Uh, mm-hmm. another cool thing about our specific cat vet, um, the behavioralist also makes, uh,
2: cat furniture, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. actual, Oh, my vet doesn't have it any of that yeah uh yeah. they yeah.
0: Ha- they have a couple things they sell they also make uh forging to- toys so like uh for instance i was having some overeating issues with otis and trouble well not so much trouble but otis and that he was a little glutton he was a little glutton um, the- so what, what I was recommended was a forging tool uh, and what that is, is you put all their food, they don't have food out. It's not free feeding. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything's in, Uh, like, uh, example would be like soda bottle with holes drilled in. So mm-hmm. when they knock the toy, they get a little food. So it keeps them from, one, overeating and gorging. Right. They and can't eat as fast. Yeah, They got to work for it. And yep. it also gives them stimulation. Yep. And
2: play. And it gives them that, that hunt. To, yeah, I got to do that for Charlie. He has a choncho.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't
2: know if it works for dogs. I do know it works for cats. Sure. I'm it sure does. it works for dogs. There's oh, okay. There's puzzle bowls and stuff Oh, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, The puzzle bowls. Snuffle rugs and yeah, stuff like a like a Yeah, I have a snuffle mat, too. Yeah. yeah. I, I I feed him. Okay, hold on. We're going to talk about Charlie again. I really love this dog. So, like, Charlie's a cat. It's fine. Charlie's a
1: he's cat. He's
2: a cat. <laughs> he's a Skeletor. It's fine. He is a Skeletor. Um... Actually, since I switched him back to puppy food from adult food, he's chubbed up a little bit. So yeah, like I mean so it has more happy. fat in it. Yeah. yeah, I'm so happy. I'm going to keep him on that for for the next six months. He's six months old. Okay, yeah, like yeah. Say, yeah, They, Pup-
1: they should dogs. probably eat that until they're a year old. A
2: year old. Yeah, yeah. Charlie. Has so, I mean, she, I mean, so it's totally annoying that free. you have to
1: feed Rosie a different food. At I, this
2: point, I took but... bad advice from a friend who, who does he does not know what he's talking about. Apparently gets not. Advice no. all the time. Okay, he's one of those people. Love him to death I've known him since high school But he needs to humble himself Anyway
1: uh, <laughs> Dogs until they're a year old They should eat puppy yes. food Because they're, they're still growing This is tested
2: much. Tried and true Don't just feed them until we, they're a year old the By the way we will, we
0: will come back to that subject Because it's different for cats But continue yeah.
2: Okay um, So Chancho um, <laughs> Rosie can free feed just fine She yeah. she does not have an eating disorder She just eat, just nibbles here and there And she's good Charlie does not like when I first got him home. I was not used to that, so he found the food and then just started eating, eating, eating. And I yeah. watched him balloon out. You know how puppies have the pot belly? Yeah. Well, he was just so distended. Yeah, he doesn't have just, he, he had no control, and I, I freaked out and I picked him up and he was like nah, 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 oh, in yeah, midair and I'm Oof. like, did they ever feed you anything? <laughs> And no, that's just the way he is. So I I learned from from the uh the foster that I who, yeah. who took care of him that she would feed him, you know, X amount of food by his weight yeah. in the morning and then in the evening. Yeah. Not not really lunch in between, you know, just morning and evening. I and don't know
1: that I agree with the feeding them by their weight necessarily though.
2: Yeah, yeah, Because I Sometimes actually, it
1: seems like that's not enough food. Yeah, and I feed Charlie is, yeah. more. I feed yeah. Charlie
2: as much food as I feed mm-hmm. Rosie and Charlie is half the weight yeah and it's I, I feel like it's perfect for him yeah, it, yeah. there
0: is um, puppy uh, puppies and baby animals have a it's just like baby humans mm-hmm. they have a large growth rate yep. mm-hmm. for those like early months so you do have to give them higher calories because they need all that I mean, energy even for dogs, though
1: like it just depends on is your dog a healthy weight with if you technically are feeding them more than is recommended but they're still a good weight. I think that's fine. Yeah. It
2: almost seems like like I think we feed our dogs like more people. than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have—I remember
0: when we first got the dogs, and we're talking about because we were trying to figure out how much we were feeding them, and yeah, the vet's how do, like, "How? How do dog? And the how vet, do you yeah. dog?" The vet basically said like, "If." they're at a good weight, so uh, if you are feeding them more, if they seem a little bit hungrier, just give them a little bit extra. It's not going to yeah. be... Like, no. if they start, like, becoming roly-polies, you got to push them down the stairs, Yeah, but <laughs> then you, we'll you talk about you it.
1: You don't want them no. to be hungry, though.
2: Yeah. yeah. Exactly, exactly. But, like, in the morning, when I feed Charlie, he loves food so much mm-hmm. that he will start salivating and oh, wow. like he just, I've seen drool drip out of his face. Cause when I make him do him and Rosie, I say go to bed mm-hmm. and they have a giant, they actually have a $2,000 love sack that they sleep on. Oh, <laughs> so that, that you know, had before. You didn't had buy this. Before, but I mean, now it is the, the dog bed. Wow. So they've got the love sack. So I tell them go to bed. I'm so glad I got the rectangle one instead of the ball one. Yeah, go to bed. They go. They they hop on the bed and they just stare at me. And Charlie just drools out of his face. Like I remember one time, I you know he was being a little rowdy, and I was like, "Go to bed, go to bed." Mm-hmm. And then he he did. He like smacked his lips, and it was like oh <laughs> like it was crazy. And I was like, "You need to calm down." It's he doesn't do it for dinner as much, but for breakfast, he'll he'll kind of lose it a little bit. But um, I know I'm feeding him enough because I I gave him treats after food Mm -hmm. and he ended up throwing up his treats. Yeah. And that happened like once or twice and then I realized that's – this is a perfect amount of yeah. food for for the this treats are usually man.
1: very rich too, so I can see how that would upset yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: his stomach. Also, he
2: swallowed air. it was one of those rawhide sticks, and he swallowed the whole thing. Oh, what the hell? He did chew it. He did not chew it. Uh, he just he just downed it. Oh Straight my down god! His dumb gullet. <laughs> I mean, he's long, so it fit, but he he did.
0: Jesus. That's
1: just <laughs> kind of bizarre that he just did that. Well,
0: well, Roo sometimes takes the like least amount of bites I've ever seen a dog taste. Like, I can just... Yep. Total full vacuum. Yeah.
1: Um, I'm going to just shotgun this thing.
0: But <laughs> as a perfect example about how animals are different, so cats technically should probably be only on kitten food about six, six months. months. Yeah, Because one thing is, uh, kitten food's very, very rich. It's very good for when they're in that uh, growth spur, But also... Um, it it can be too rich, so it can cause issues with, like, bladder crystals, too much yeah. weight gain, things like that. They do like most that.
1: of their growing in the first six months. Obviously, they continue to grow for yes. probably a year and a half.
0: but it slows down. It's a
1: lot slower than for dogs. Dogs are actively growing for a year at least.
0: Mm-hmm. And, uh... Like, for example, when we got Oliver, and we, like, so, before Oliver, we had Quinn, and Quinn was a very bitey, she's still a bitey cat. She's biting me right now. She is, her favorite,
2: her favorite thing
0: is her teeth, but she bites and licks, and it's just, it's not very aggressive, it's like a very, like, little nip-nip, and then she'll lick you.
2: Excuse me, my skin does not agree with you. Okay, well... she's, fine. she's yeah, fine okay okay um but Oliver I'm was suing. you'll get you'll hear from my lawyer in the morning okay <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm <sorry. laughs> we don't have anything so
0: <laughs> she he does is, like to yeah she monster. she loves
1: to bite um oh so
0: Oliver bites it. really really hard and we noticed that when we first got him and like taking him to the vet they're like so does he Bite you guys a lot. He seems a little unruly. We're like, yeah. We thought it might be. he And was- they see
1: only cats, so mm-hmm. they've seen a lot of kittens. And yeah, yeah, his bites are aggressive.
0: Yeah, and then they were so bad. And then uh, the the vet we were seeing was like, well, hang on, I'm gonna put you on the phone with our behavioralist. I'm like, okay,
1: <laughs> your kitten is way too biting. <laughs> your kitten's
2: your kitten- going to detention. Your kitten is a serial killer. Can you? <laughs> <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. He's <laughs> so- a little psychopath.
0: So we got put in a meeting with the school counselor about our kitten's <laughs> behavior, and and the the no, behaviorist well, Jimmy's having trouble. With
1: his first grade. He's, he's fighting us, <laughs> he's fighting us, and it's not okay.
0: So um, they're like, he, he's affectionate, but he's very bitey. And so we um, talked to the behaviorist, and the behavioralist is like, "How did you guys get him?" And we explained his story about okay, how was he was
1: abandoned way too young. Gotcha. So he no was other litter mates with him. Nope. Gotcha. He
0: and um, the person who found him and took him. their cats were semi-feral, so they couldn't just let the kitten play with the other cats because...
1: They were also, I mean, adults. Yeah. Adult cats don't always want to put up with a kitten.
0: Right. Like most human adults. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They don't always like kids. No, That's fine.
0: So then we got the recommendation to get another cat around his age. A boy cat. A boy cat, because Mm -hmm. then they'll stay at the same, uh, similar energy levels throughout their lives. And And also
1: boy cats, like, they play more physically into adulthood and then female cats, they usually kind of grow out of the physical play. They mature a
2: lot faster.
1: Yeah. 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 Just like <laughs> with humans. Yeah. yeah like we, people.
0: we thought he would be a good balance, a good, uh, balance for Quinn. But after talking to our vet who, by the way, has known Quinn since she was a kitten too. So mm-hmm. it's like, mm, that's going to be a little too much for her. So, yeah. Um, she's,
2: she's, uh, she's emotional.
0: <laughs> well she's also uh it's apparently more common for female cats to just like not want the physical play as much right right, right. Mm-hmm. yeah so yeah that's how we got three kittens in a couple months yeah. span so we mm-hmm. got
1: loki just for oliver
0: and, and then, then loki, and then came, loki with,
1: came with, with thor, thor.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah and
2: Thor's great I sweet. I had a break so you you saw today when yes. I came when I broke into your house I had a moment with Thor and I like how you obviously
1: <laughs> broke in you have a key uh, <laughs> like, Kip has a key <laughs>
2: I'm I'm like I'm like uh, I never watched Seinfeld never mind I'm not gonna I make that reference anyway <laughs> I, yeah none of us watch Seinfeld I've never so I have no interest in knowing anything about it something about soup I don't know anyway <laughs> okay
1: <laughs> that sounds like a Gen X show
2: yeah mm, okay anyway. continue
1: but yeah so I
2: I've been trying to. To connect with Thor because, as we know, I have a spiritual connection with all animals that I totally just made up. So well, <laughs> we also talked
0: about this with the children, yeah, children, pets, yes, so exactly. So I, refer,
2: I refer back to our old callbacks. If you guys didn't know, I was talking about myself the whole time. <laughs> so um, what? <laughs> so you had a dream
0: about Thor. And no, no, yes. no, today I broke into, oh <laughs>
2: That was the spiritual connection Yeah, that was the spiritual connection, I had a uh-huh. dream that I need that today was the day No, I, I broke in, I saw Thor laying there And I, she saw me and was like, oh shit, it's this weirdo again And then I was like, no, 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 feel my love And then she started to kind of like, be like, no, 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 where do I go? Where can I go that doesn't work? With this person. And then I patted her, like, calmly and gently, Mm -hmm. and she was just, like, her neck, her chin was tucked into her shoulders, like, like that. that, She's like, how
1: do I stop existing here? What is
2: Can you, can can I, can I not be perceived right now?
1: (laughs) I want to sink into this blanket I want. And
2: then I, just gently, just kind of, you know, quiet. Just total quietness. Mm -hmm. Just don't, don't. Just let it happen you caught her when
1: she was sleepy so that's why she stayed yep, yep, yeah that's helpful
2: and then and then finally I got her to kind of relax and stretch out and purr a little mm-hmm, yeah. and then she started to try to like claw me a little bit and I'm like I like it rough go ahead go for it oh my gosh it was nice it was nice we connect we did actually connect I hope it sticks I don't know if she's gonna remember me but like I let she, her smell me.
1: you come here regularly enough.
2: yeah 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 yeah
1: i i, I took- she warms up very slowly it took her two months with us.
2: And yeah, we live with her every day. Yeah, yeah. I, I stopped. I gave moments where I didn't pet her, and I just held my hand in front of mm-hmm. her face and let her sniff me. Yeah, and then I would pet again, and then let her sniff me again. Pet her again. Like, remember this smell, me. Remember that this is the smell of the you, person. You know that me. i Gentle pats that is very quiet and calm. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I guess it's okay. Yes. Anyway, thank you. That's my story for the day. That's a beautiful story <laughs> of so connecting with cats. Yeah. I love her to death. Look at her. She's right there. Look at look at her neck is her chin is in her shoulders. Yes. She's just like,
0: don't oh she's looking away now. She's looking
2: away now. She's like do they perceive me? Are they talking
0: about me? So reboot. I, reboot. Um <laughs> any other thoughts specifically about cats or cat pets?
1: Not presently. I'm sure it'll come up in future episodes.
0: I'm oh, sure. Yeah. But um I'm gonna give so Pros and cons. Just going to give a quick list to round up our, our rambly summons today. Yeah. Um, so cat- summarize our ramblings of today's podcast. I like it. Yes. Um, pro of cat bets. You uh, have a cat-only environment where a vet specializes only in cats, so that is their main focus. Yep. They have
2: probably have greater expertise because they work with cats yeah. on a daily basis. They, so they can, really should, or day.
1: otherwise, what are they doing? Yeah. They're a specialty vet. Yep.
2: Uh, they, they typically can, have more resources for the cats because they have cat specialists and cat trees and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, or and- they
1: know where to send you if they don't have it in their office. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. They are more aware of certain subtle
0: uh cues of cats yep. they also um are very used to the cat time like age timeline therefore yeah, what they're they looking out
2: for the needs are, yeah.
0: like for instance sydney had to get senior blood work this last year because
1: um apparently when they hit seven and she's eight now
0: to keep in uh that's something i actually really really like a lot of my vet stuff is all preventative care it's yeah. mm-hmm. so, like oh hey uh Trouble is doing well with this, this, and this, but I've noticed his energy. We're going to give him a vitamin B to help with the energy. That way it doesn't, like, snowball into him not eating, him not going to the bathroom, blah, blah, blah. He had
1: low iron, right? Yes. And them treating that, like, he's done fantastically since he's been treated for his low iron. Yes. Because he kind of was a zombie for, I think, about a year there. Mm -hmm. Where he was just surviving, but he wasn't really acting, um... Which we we didn't know that, like, adding iron could restore him to acting totally like himself.
0: So, something I learned from this, because cats do not, no, so sometimes humans have anemia. Like, it's just something, it's a deficiency they have. I've had that. Cats don't have anemia unless something is wrong in an organ. Gotcha. So, anemia is a sign of his kidney disease getting worse. Mm -hmm. Which, is fine. That's what cats do. It's the reality
2: of life. Yep. It's hard,
1: um, hard frequently. Reality. Yeah, kidney problems.
2: It's a very common. It's,
0: like it's cats old,
1: are
2: no yeah. cats are lousy with kidney disease. Yeah, it, All it, over the place.
0: It, it's if they get
1: old enough to have it, they probably are going to get that.
0: It's like Americans old. and diabetes.
2: It's just gonna happen. If if cats get old enough <laughs> to get <laughs> it's kidney not necessarily
1: disease, necessarily true.
3: Yeah,
2: oh <laughs> yeah. you know, for men, it's a ninety nine percent rate no. of prostate cancer. versus I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so, but um, if cats get old enough to develop kidney disease, then they've probably lived a longer, better life than most cats yeah 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 so uh like cupcake who's 17 fucking years old yeah zombie she's a white zombie
0: so i've noticed at least very good focus on preventative care very good focus on educating the owner on proper ways to handle behavioralists and even they give tools and resources like literally on my cat's vet is just printouts of this is how you introduce a cat and a dog. This is how you yeah, introduce a cat of and a handouts,
1: cat. Resources yep.
0: just for free. Yep. yep, and on their
1: website too. It's
0: on their website. It's just PDFs you can print out or read. It's very useful. They're um, very
1: experienced in treating the elderly cat diseases that are common.
0: Yeah, because yep. I think that's the biggest thing that trips people up. Yep, yep. and um, so let's go to the con list.
1: Yeah, uh, more expensive.
0: Maybe not, because remember Kip Pretty mentioned- often,
1: though, because I'm just thinking of, like, our cat clinic does surgeries, but, like, just fixing a cat oh, is yes. very expensive. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. You so- might as well just go to the Humane Society if yeah. you have that option in your area. Yeah, but, but also, do if you have a cat only. On
0: our our spay and neuter episode, we talked about this. Part of the reason it's the cost of the labor versus subsidized costs because yeah. humane society has and I get foundations that. and funds that make it so it's less
2: money. Yeah, yeah because it's good inc- for everyone. Yeah, yeah to, to have your so your and neuter. cat only cat only vet would be more expensive in to comparison s- to humane society to because, spay and neuter. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Because or I can,
1: imagine some other vets that might have. I don't know, they might work with those programs. There are some, like, There
0: are, areas. yeah, there yeah. are clinics that do yeah. work with our cat vet. just doesn't happen to work with that yeah. particular thing. So yeah. we've always taken them outside of and it. And if they
1: have to outsource for things like ultrasounds, which it can be more expensive right, if they right, can't right. do those in clinic. Right, right,
2: right, right. Yeah, they, in clinic is always going to be less. But, like, for, like, my vet, it's not going to be more expensive to take yeah. care of a cat because it's the same kind of thing. It's just the, you know.
1: They have the equipment already. Yeah.
2: They already have the the yeah. yeah, it's just that taking care of a cat in general
1: is expensive. It when
2: can they get, get elderly, yeah when they, yeah. when if they get elderly. Elder care
1: for any animal is expensive. It's
0: gonna be expensive. Yeah. Or if they have a specialty disease like yeah. brew is
2: expensive. Even though she, she has
1: an autoimmune immune disorder, so yeah, her yeah. her medication is more expensive than some elderly care. Yeah, but it just yeah different things.
2: Where is she on prednisone right
0: now? Um, she takes it what every
1: third day. And she takes a
0: quarter of a five a, milligram pill. Yeah, so she's on two point five milligrams every oh, three me too. days. Oh,
2: I'm on two point five every day right now. Oh, yeah. her, she's on every
0: three days. Every three days. Yeah, I, I know
1: that. Okay, she's still doing great.
0: Uh, another con me if you. Too.
1: It, yay!
3: <laughs> so
0: another con I can think of: if you have a multi-animal household, you have to go to different vets. Yep.
2: Yeah. But that that means that you deliberately do have to go to different vets and you deprive your
0: dog vet of ever seeing your cats and Mm -hmm. you deprive your cat vet of ever seeing your dogs, even though I did get a request because they found out we had dogs and they were like, how they interact with the cats. And I'm like, oh, they're very good. They're actually like they cuddle and stuff. And it's like. Do you have pictures? It was during the time it's during the time we're doing phone things. I'm like, yeah, but it's not like I can because I used to show them pictures when we were like talking Mm -hmm. off my phone. And they're like, You can email us. And they're like, I emailed them. Yeah, so we emailed them a bunch of pictures of our pets. They're like, It's way more fun to just get pictures of pets than what we normally get, which is well, they also get like my cat's dying or right. here's a fecal. Take, <laughs> take a look at this
2: poop on the floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tell me tell me about all this here now. <laughs>
0: so, so um and also I would say like this is an overall con f- for vets is if your vet talks down to you no matter what if it's a cat only clinic or a whatever clinic don't go to them. If you feel like you're not being listened to Take your representation and take your your knowledge of your animal and go get a second yeah. opinion.
2: Yeah, I, th- I feel like I feel like that applies to everything in life. Mm-hmm. If you are if you feel like you're in a toxic situation with any human being, you' you've got options, yeah. Just just go go away from them. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Go away from that person. So I, I <laughs> very much you feel bad. You don't e- encourage that.
0: <laughs> that with pets. But um I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I hope if you are looking for maybe something if you have a I, I do think this is very useful. If you have a cat who does get very, very anxious and stressed out, maybe look into it, see if it's a better fit for you guys in your situation. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. if nothing else, they have really cool resources and I really like my cat only vet. And I think it's a neat thing to have out there. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I I I support cat only vets. I've never been judged. Also our behavioralists, we were talking, I was like, okay, we're probably on. I'm like, I feel like a crazy cat woman.
1: I have six cats. And she's like, I had 12 at one point. I'm like, Hi. The cat behaviorist says she had seventeen.
2: Seventeen? Was it seventeen? Yeah, it was seventeen. Jesus, I'm not okay with any part of that.
1: Sentence. um <laughs> most of them were elderly too. So elder mm-hmm. uh,
2: Well,
0: mm-hmm. I will say from what I know of this person, they do a lot of special needs and elder oh, yeah. care. Right, right. So
1: I think. But I think she just oh, also had a Lil bunch bub. of cats for a long time, and they were similar ages. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. and I, I. I, I. little bub, I do think.
3: Yeah.
0: I do think she has an advantage over us, where she actually knows. Feline care. She works at a place that I assume, if you work at a veterinary clinic, you probably have some sort of discount. Yeah. So maybe, and, and yep. she has expertise on animals like that. So yeah, yeah. the little sweet gig. It's a She's sweet gig. She's living the life. <clears throat> no, six six cats is good. I'm good with six cats.
2: I'm mm. I was barely okay with three. Cats. <laughs> I don't. I'm I'm not gonna. I might maybe get one cat later. <laughs> um, no. i
1: they're, like they're a long commitment.
2: They're a long They're, they're you yeah.
0: can be dealing with
1: tragic if they're not a long commitment. Yeah. Yeah. So they're supposed to be a long commitment.
0: They're yeah. about twenty ideally twenty years, I think, is my nice where yeah. I, I think that's a good I mean, thing a lot of to cats expect don't get to be. No. late teens but no
2: yeah some of them don't make it to the double digits either i need a break from the litter box someone needs to make a decision on what they're doing with their life no, i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm kidding i love my cats very much no <laughs> uh,
0: i will say we have nine litter boxes it mm-hmm. is i listen to podcasts i catch yes. up on podcasts while i do litter boxes it's nice yeah, it's
2: nice. a whole ritual for you
0: i i clean all the floors while i do the litter boxes it's mm-hmm. a good routine yeah I mostly do it once a week. <laughs> oh,
2: so I. I well, that's I why we have so many. But we have yeah. so many, we can get away with it. I, I take care of. I actually have one for my three cats, and I I take care of it once. Every, it, it can it it can be good for once every three days. Okay, now, that makes sense because of the system that I work. Because the the pee falls through it, falls through the brie system. Mm-hmm. The pellets themselves stay pretty clean for. And for you just longer. change the pads. I throw the pad out, scoop it. And they're brand- fresh, spanking new, no smell, no muss, no fuss, and it stays pretty good for a while. Yeah, and then Boy goes and does his business outside, because he he's a wild boy. has giant, disgusting elephant shits, and he does them outside, and every once in a while he'll do them inside, and I immediately know when he does. <laughs> okay. he's enormous and stinky. <laughs> so,
0: he's... Where can people find us?
1: They can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Discord. Pet Parents Pod. Uh, you can also email us petparentspod at gmail.com.
0: And we will continue to get better. And uh, scoop that litter. You're you're behind on your chores. Mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and hopefully you'll have better hopes and dreams.
3: Goodbye. Maybe. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>